This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Martin Gabor. It's Tuesday, the 3rd of August. In your Sport Today, Hoy Ride delivers Olympic medals, Warney has COVID, Ben's almost back at the footy, and Luke Longley's last dance. This is your Sport Today. Gabs Australia had mixed results overnight in the Olympics, but let's start with the good. In equestrian, eight-time Olympian Andrew Hoy showed all his experience to give Australia two more medals, while the Opals left it real late to qualify for the quarters of the women's basketball. You know how I said yesterday that I didn't like chance? Yes. Well, I had to change my tune a little bit because I was saying, Aussie, 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 hoy, 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 (laughs) when Andrew produced a perfect ride in the team show jumping to secure Australia a silver medal in the team event. Sam, he then backed it up to win bronze in the individual show jumping later that night. He now has six medals at the ripe old age of 62. 62? I think I was retired from professional sport when I turned 18. (laughs) Hoy has one more medal than the Opals have at the Olympics, but hey, they're still alive to add to their tally after beating Puerto Rico by just enough. And by just enough, you mean heaps gabs because the Opals had to win by at least 25 points after they lost their first two games and needed a big win to get through to the quarters. Things weren't looking good at halftime when they were up by just one, but then they outscored Puerto Rico 51-25 in the second half to win 96-69. It doesn't get any easier for the Opals. They now face the US on Thursday, and uh, the US haven't lost a match at the Olympics in 29 years. Uh, It didn't go all Australia's way on Monday, though. Records are meant to be broken, Sam, but you're right. Sadly, things didn't get much better because the Matildas went down 1-0 in their semi-final against Sweden. Captain Sam Kerr was denied what looked to be a clear goal just before halftime, but the ref, and that's all that matters, thought otherwise. They'll now face the US on Thursday in the bronze medal match. And the Hockey Roos, they suffered a shock quarterfinal loss to India in the women's hockey. Australia didn't lose a group game but couldn't get one past India, so they're out at the quarterfinal stage for the third straight Olympics. A rundown of what's coming up today in Tokyo, and there's a lot with the Boomers, Kookaburras and Simone Biles back in action. Yep, she's back on the beam tonight. Listen to the Tokyo Sprint. It's in your podcast feed waiting for you right now. As we know, rules are tight in the Olympic Village because of COVID, which means if you want to have a drink, you have to do it by yourself and in your own room. Well, 10 Aussies have been reprimanded for getting on it, but have escaped any penalty or suspension. As my teachers used to say, Sam, rules are rules. Now, this happened over the weekend and two rooms suffered some minor damage before the athletes flew back home. There are suggestions of some spew on the floor, and we're not talking about the power spew that Jess Fox did to win her gold medal. Ten Aussie athletes had to be tested after mingling with other athletes, but all have returned negative tests. Team Australia boss Ian Chesterman called it a very minor offence and said the majority of the team were doing the right things. You can't blame them for wanting to unwind, but uh, as you said, Gabs, or your teachers anyway, (laughs) rules are rules. Chesterman says they put the matter behind them and moved on. So, so will we. Now, Gabs, you know that I'm a big fan of legendary Aussie cricketer Shane Warne, like I'm sure many of our listeners are. So you'd know how shocked I was to learn that uh, Warney, he's got COVID. Not Warney. 
Warren is in England working as the men's coach of the London Spirit in the new 100 competition. Warren and another staff member tested positive on the weekend and they were forced to isolate while the team played on Sunday night. Now, Warren said on Instagram that he's fully vaccinated, so the symptoms are mild, and he thanked everyone for their well wishes. He'll need to get further tests, but he is going to miss London's next game on Thursday morning. Now, Shane, I'm sure you're in lockdown listening to us, so get well soon. Yeah, get well soon, Warnie. Uh, there is other cricket news, happier news with Matthew Wade, named as skipper of Australia's men's T20 side on their tour of Bangladesh. Yeah, and he got the nod over Alex Carey, who filled in for the injured captain Aaron Finch during the one days in the Caribbean. Wade is going to bat down the order, and he takes the gloves for the five-match series. Now, Sam, he says he's going to try to guide an inexperienced batting group that is building towards the T20 World Cup at the end of the year. But there, the Aussies will likely welcome back some big guns like David Warner, Glenn Maxwell, Steve Smith, and a few others. Yeah, I think they should help, Gabs. It's an important tour as the conditions in Bangladesh should mirror those in the UAE and Oman where the World Cup is being held. The first match against Bangladesh is tonight from 10pm Australian Eastern Standard Time. Today's trivia question, Gabs. How many men's T20 captains has Australia had? The answer at the end of the show. There's some good news for footy fans in Victoria with AFL CEO Gillan McLaughlin optimistic the grand final will be played at the MCG. It comes after the Victorian Sports Minister suggested crowds could soon return after the state's lockdown was lifted last week. Yeah, this would be huge for Melbourne, especially given last year's grand final was played up in Brisbane at the Gabba. Now, a return to the MCG hinges on whether crowds are allowed back in Melbourne, which could happen in the coming weeks depending on the loosening of restrictions. There were reports that fans would only be allowed at games if they'd had the jab, but Victorian Sports Minister Martin Pakula said it would be unfair to make people get vaccinated in time for a grand final when millions of people are not yet eligible for the jab. And Gabs, the NRL might be considering a no-jab, no-play policy to encourage players to get the COVID vaccine. Otherwise, they'd be forced to live under strict quarantine protocols. It comes a week after the NFL told teams that it would not reschedule games this season if there was an outbreak among unvaccinated players, with the affected team forced to forfeit, while players on both sides would not be paid. We spoke last week about The Last Dance doco. It's the Netflix series on the Chicago Bulls' final championship season in 1998, and it's in the news again. That's because Michael Jordan says he regrets the absence of Australian Luke Longley, who was a key part of the Bulls' success. Yeah, The Last Dance is one of the few highlights of the first COVID lockdown last year. Jeez, it feels like an age ago. But fans in Australia kept wondering when Longley would show up. Longley lives in Perth and the makers of the doco said it was going to cost too much to get to Perth to interview him, so he was left out altogether. He hasn't spoken much about being left out, but the ABC's Australian story has interviewed him, Jordan, Scotty Pippen and others about the Big Aussie. And it was Jordan himself who said if he could change one thing about the series, it would be putting Longley in it. You don't often hear Jordan say he made a mistake, and to be fair, he didn't make many in his career, so this is pretty big. I mean, if the ABC can do all those interviews, surely Netflix could have got a camera crew to Perth. It's a great watch. Longley talks about his career playing with Jordan and the Bulls and his return to basketball. We've popped a link to part one in the episode notes for you to check out. Time to catch this, Gabs. What's caught your eye? Fez, if you're not following Adrian Wojnarowski on Twitter, 
do it immediately. Today marks the beginning of NBA free agency, and there are some huge names, Kyle Lowry, Kawhi Leonard, Chris Paul, who could all enter the market. Woj is your go-to guy. He breaks more stories in a day than most of us do in a career. Follow him and you will not be disappointed. Yeah, he's probably basketball's number one journalist or newsbreaker. Would that be fair, Gabs? Absolutely. I think he's the envy of all journalists across the world. Look out for those Woj bombs. Uh, the answer to today's trivia question, Matthew Wade is Australia's 11th men's T20 captain. So you could pick a whole team of men's T20 captains. Uh, Ricky Ponting was the first back in 2005. All right, that's it for us today. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll catch you again tomorrow.